0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist-adjacent podcast where each week, two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. And today, we are so excited to have a part of the Bombshells fam on the pod for the first time. Uh, yeah. whoop, whoop. <laughs>
1: Yay! Bombshells! Bombshells
0: in the house! <coughs> um... She has traveled the world doing hair for A-list, B-list, C-list, you name it, celebrities. She has done it. She's owned her own salon in North Carolina, and she is the antithesis of saying yes. She is our friend, our family. Everyone, welcome to the break room, Sabrina Gillian. Sabrina,
1: yay! Hey, y'all. How y'all doing?
0: (laughs) How'd you like that intro? I mean,
1: when I say you, uh, you nailed that. I'm like, "Mm, you did your research. (laughs) Okay, you did your research. Awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. Thank you so much. Flouted. Absolutely flouted.
0: We. I'm so excited that you're here. Sabrina yeah. is everyone that's listening. She is our first studio guest. She's the first one in person. Yo, this is crazy, man. The first
1: one? Ah! Okay. Okay. There can,
0: there can never be another first. No. No, no. and I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm and so all honored. All I
2: can say is that it looks so good with our new sign and mm-hmm. the new chairs okay. and the new mic.
0: Honey, yep. we are leveling it up.
2: Right.
0: We're yeah. here for it. And very, very soon we will be introducing a video podcast. But bear with us. We just got the room finished. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure out how to how to record this thing. You know, it looks
1: great. You guys Thank are doing you. a
0: phenomenal job. So it looks great. Thank looks you. Great. Well, as you know, we start a- each week off with a peek and a pit. And I'll go first this week because I was the one that forgot it in last week's episode. <laughs> I just blew right through it. So my peak is that my bestie is back in town. She's going to be working next to me all week. Um, but my pit is that you're not here in the studio with us. Um, so, yes, if you're a returning audience. You realize that our uh, intro has been a little bit different for the last two episodes, and that is because Erica just got back from vacation. We want to make sure everybody returns back to work safe, happy, healthy, and so she's just going to give herself a little quarantine for the next two days oh, while okay. she get re- She gets ready to go back to work. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited that you're back, but my pet is that you're not actually here with mm-hmm. us right now.
2: Well, Sabrina, you go next because <laughs> okay. she's going to tell us about her trip. Is more just
1: a couple of stories. <laughs> okay. About her trip. Perfect. So, Sabrina, you go first. Well, what's what's the high part called again? The peak. Okay, my peak. School starts.
0: Okay. Oh, Mama is free.
1: The pit is—he's a freshman and playing football.
0: <laughs> um, I don't
1: want to play football, but um, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, but um,
0: yeah—is he still going to play basketball as well? Still
1: going to play basketball, play football, all these sports he wants to play, and I'm trying to work. You're
0: gonna get it. You're figuring it out just like you figured out the rest of your we're gonna career. Fi- we're
1: going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. But, yeah, that's 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 that thing that's going on right now.
0: All right. Yeah. I can't believe that your peak wasn't that it was your birthday this weekend.
1: Oh, and see, that I was know. a high. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. like That's, that's like the, the high the point of one. the year. Yeah. No, the high <laughs> point. Of, you guys, I turned 40. Oh, my God. 40. Okay. <laughs> 40 and fabulous. You know, the, the, the it was fun. I had so much fun. That was a peak. Oh, my Lord. But that other part? What's the other part? The, pit. the pit. pit, baby. These knees. <laughs> I went dancing. I was dancing till five a.m. in the morning, and baby, when I woke up the next day, baby, you, could, you probably thought I was fifth, <laughs> <laughs> Baby, the pit was the knees. I said, "My God, she honey, I don't said... know if forty was gonna make my knees feel like this, but um, yeah, that part, Erica, <laughs> back to you. Oh
2: my God." It looks like you
1: had fun, Sabrina. A lot of fun. You guys, when I say all seven of my brothers and sisters were there, all of them, we haven't Aww. seen each other within like, uh, maybe four to five years since COVID. So it was amazing to see all seven of them. My mom and dad are seven children and 14 grandchildren. We only had like two grandchildren missing, but to see the whole entire family there for my 40th. I mean, like wow who does to
0: that? celebrate you it's me,
1: baby. You know what I'm saying? And so it made me, I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything. One thing that I've realized, like the, the, the highlight of my life, The wealthiest part of my life, the richest, the richest part of my life is my family. Mm. Nothing, nothing can compare to family and love. And like I said, I got a lot of gifts and money.
0: (laughs) Hey, get it. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. I'm going to go, go, Erica.
0: All right, Erica, it's your turn. We need to hear all about your trip.
1: Okay. So, obviously, I
2: was out of town in Orlando. So, we had our five-day passes, right? So, first of all, it was super hot. Super hot. And the lines were crazy. Super but we hot. had a lot of time. So, we just kind of, like, did our thing. And, like, the first couple of days, we left by, like, 4 o'clock. And then, by then, Deacon was sick of getting up early. Because <laughs> I was making him get up early, you know? And so he was like, mom, I need some rest. And I was like, well, I want to do roller coasters. So you know what? You just sleep in and then you have to do all like roller coasters with me today. Right. Uh-huh. And He was like, okay, fine. So then that was good. And then the next day we took a break from the park and we, um, I got like a go city pass for Orlando. And so we went to Wonder Work, which was cool. And then we went over and did the wax museum.
0: Oh, the Madame Tussauds.
2: Uh huh.
0: Orlando has and one of the then, best ones. Really? Yeah, I like it a what? lot. What? Orlando has one of the best Madame Tussauds. Really? Well, I've yeah. never
2: done one before. It was cool. It's I creepy. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, real people.
0: They look so real,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Aquaman was there and Mm. you know I love him Mm -hmm. so I was
0: like oh
2: I wish you were real so bad but you
0: know (laughs) I'll touch this wax figure I'm sure it feels the exact same
2: (laughs) so um yeah so we did that and then that night we went over to like um Cocoa Beach area and we did Mm -hmm. the by like a nighttime kayaking bioluminescent bay thing and it was so cool Deacon was like I feel like I'm in a Disney movie and I was like I know it looks (laughs) like Moana right like you dip your hand in the water and it's like this plankton that is like glittery like it lights up it's like Hmm. a defense mechanism so like you're kayaking and you put your paddle in the water
0: and it lights up and it's dark
2: out and it glows like your kayak glows and the, the water around it glows
0: that's so like cool. Oh my
2: goodness. That Super will like, cool. the fish are in the water and they'll, like, dart, you know? Uh huh. Obviously, you can't see anything, but then you just see this, like, light up, like, under the water. And it's, it's so cool.
0: And that's in Orlando? In
2: Orlando? It's in, like, Cape Canaveral, <clears throat> out, like, oh, wow. that side, like, on the water. Cocoa Beach area. Okay. Or what was it called? Kelly Park, I think, is what it was called. Okay. I don't. I can't remember. But if you typed in bioluminescent bangs.
0: Florida. Central Florida.
2: It would come up. Yeah. Okay. There are tons of different companies. And I had done that in Puerto Rico, like, probably five years ago. So, like, I kind of knew what to expect. And I knew I'd love it. So, we did that. And then, of course, we got back really late. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Wait. So, you left after your kayak tour? Yeah. Oh honey
2: <laughs> honey honey this is me this is me okay <laughs> i was like boom we're going right so then i had what i had been wanting to do was to do the space museum when we were over there but like it didn't work out i messed something up and i thought like there was only a certain amount of tickets but it was just our voucher was different and it was a weird thing so we were like okay so we went back to the park and we did um the next two days that we had and the last day we were there we got um express passes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we did like all the rides like Hulk Velocicoaster we did the so Hagrid what was it called Hagrid's Magical 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 Motorbike like
0: adventures
2: or whatever and the whole the line was always like two hours. Like it was yeah. always over Sheesh. eight minutes long. And so we were like I'm like, we'll do it the last day when we have the express Us passes. It doesn't take express passes.
0: No. No. And you so gotta I was wait. like,
2: all right, dude, like that will be the last thing that
0: we do. Yeah, but you can't leave without doing that one. Wow. Is it a roller
2: coaster? Yeah, we had done everything else.
0: It's like a roller coaster, but it's a motorcycle and a sidecar. So one person sits in the sidecar and one person sits on the motorcycle. And it feels yeah. like like you're strapped in and you're really secure. Like you would think it would be really scary. Mm-hmm. But it is so fun.
3: Yeah.
0: It is so fun. But I love roller coasters and, like, thrill rides and things like that.
1: Me too.
0: Sabrina says, no, well, not for me. I'm just look and say you better enjoy. <laughs> Sabrina's oh, not doing it, was
2: it. so worth it, though. It mm. was so worth it.
0: Did you ride the, um, the one in the castle, the Hogwarts?
2: We rode, the only ones I didn't ride that were like, yeah, we rode them all.
0: That one where you get in sideways and you're on like a Quidditch ball. Hmm. It's a dark ride, but it is the best dark ride you've ever gone on in the whole world. Your line is all the way through Hogwarts Castle. And yeah. then you walk onto, like, this thing that's, like, constantly moving. And then you sit like in your seat. Like a conveyor belt. Yeah. And you go in sideways. And then it takes you, like, you're flying through the air. And, like, the CGI and the animatronics yeah. that they have are out of this world.
2: The 4D uh, and 3D rides, honestly, like, blew my mind. Because yeah. there were some of them. We went on Jimmy Kimmel rides, like, four times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is it a roller coaster?
2: It was so fun.
1: I'm more like.
0: The Jimmy Kimmel illusions. ride. That one's a dark ride, isn't it? Jimmy Kimmel. That's a
2: dark ride. Yeah, it's a 3D one. So like you go in and it's like you're sitting in the audience and mm-hmm. then he like takes you on a ride like through New York City.
3: Oh but wow. like the that 3D rides like mm-hmm. it feels real and so there's like parts where you'll
2: like drop and so it feels like you're on a roller coaster even though like you're not really you're like, like on really. the ground. See I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Really yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. do that. So
1: um y'all make me want to go to Disney. I i, I went when I went on my 30th birthday. I 10 have been, years. it's been 10 years. So I think uh 40s size is it? We got we got to go. Mhm. Yeah. Got to go.
2: So but anyway, so the park was great. We did that. I I mean, I spent so much money. <laughs> but we had <laughs> yeah. so much fun. And it was so worth it. Priceless. I only mm-hmm. Lost my mind once or twice. Deacon probably once or twice. Like we did pretty good. The heat got to both of us a couple of times where we were both just like ah! you know <laughs> <laughs> and had our moment. But it was it was good. It was so fun. And then so then the plan was that last night after we left, we were checked out of the hotel and then drove back over to like Cape Canaveral ish area. I like booked a room online. It said it was like close to the park or to the beach, like so that you can could put his feet in like the Atlantic ocean, you know?
3: Mm. And,
2: um, uh, cause it's way different than the Pacific ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so we I booked this room and it was like a hundred and ninety dollars for the night or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: And it said it was
2: forty eight hundred feet from the beach. So mm-hmm. I was like, sweet, cool, right? So we get there and like, I don't know, it's late, like eleven twenty five, something at night, and I go in and I check in. And i just like, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be right Mm. from the jump. And then the security guard is like in the office and I see the lady and she's kind of like, they're talking about something that had happened. And he was like, well, you can just go ahead and call the police because like, that's not really my Mm. thing. And I'm like, okay, right. Like, but whatever. We just need to sleep. Right. I get the key to the room. And I go back and it's a key, like an actual key. And I'm just like, it just keeps getting weirder by the second. Right. And so I get to the room and I open the door, like try to open the door, but the door won't open. And so I go back up there, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm stupid. Like, it's been a long day, like literally 11 <laughs> hours on the park in the sun, and then I drove here. And she was like, oh, we have to go inside the building because, like, there's a dead And so I'm like, oh, okay. But she swapped the key out, because so she was like, this is a new key, so I'll give you a different one. So I go in the building, and the hallway, first of all, is, like, creepy. And then mm-hmm. I get to the door inside, and it's unlocked. And it's, like, open, like, but not shut all the way. I already
3: don't like And I open
2: like the like, door, Ma'am. and I go in, and, like, immediately my skin starts to crawl. And I'm, like, it just felt like something out of a murder movie. I, like, that's I what know. I felt like. I this is thriller,
1: right? Yeah.
2: heebie right? So, but, and I don't know, like, I walked in there, and I was just freaked out. So I, like, deadbolt the door. And then I go out the back door because my car is parked out there and I shut the door. Okay. But now I'm locked out of the room because both doors have a deadbolt only on the inside and the lock doesn't use a deadbolt. And so I'm like, I was thinking to myself already, like, as soon as I got out of there, that I was, like, going to go tell Deacon, like, I'm going to see if we can cancel this room because this is disgusting. Like, I'm like, I cannot have a child in this room. Like, meanwhile, I can hear people fighting down the way, and I'm just like, bad things happen in this place, and I can feel it. And this is not, I did not pay $280. She ran my card for, like, almost $300, right? I'm like, no way. I'm not doing this. So I go in there and I'm like, listen, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, let me see if I have a different room. And then I was like, I think I'm just going to like see if I can find another place. So I get on Hotel Tonight like, app and get book a room at the Hilton for 140 bucks. And I'm like, boom, here we go. This is where we're going. She refunded me my money and oh, we perfect. like i was like we was can get in the car get in the car now because like i don't want them to get the door open and then be like here you go you know i'm like let's just get out of here oh so we drove another 25 minutes to the hilton and it was like we crashed and we woke up and we had the best breakfast ever and like like the hotel food was so good and we slept in and it was like exactly what we needed and then we went to the Kennedy Center Mm -hmm. and Deacon had so much fun like it was so cute it was the coolest museum I've been to like ever I think
0: the Kennedy Space Center
2: and I love but I also love space I'm like kind of obsessed
0: well you know I just went through my space phase
2: yes exactly (laughs) I learned a lot about that (laughs) And, you know, I mean, it was actually, like, a really cool museum. Like, we're definitely going
3: to go
0: back there. Hell, yeah. So, So your peak and your pit were strong today, honey. Right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's why I was like, all right, I got to go back.
0: (laughs) I love it. We have been purposefully avoiding each other all week. Because I didn't want to know anything about her trip until. Wow.
1: Okay, cause well, that, normally, makes yeah. that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Normally, we're like we work next to each other, so it's like y'all know everything. Yeah,
1: conversation. Yeah, know everything.
0: Hmm. All right. So let's dive into Sabrina. Come on, let's dive. Let's do it. So, um <coughs> Sabrina, we know you're a storyteller. <laughs> really. We we know this. Like we said, she works with us at Bombshell, so. We know you can tell a story. So tell us the story of how young Sabrina got started in the hair industry.
1: Oh my. So, as a child, I my mom, can you hear me?
0: Mhm. Okay. We hear so, you as a loud child,
1: as a child my mom was a seamstress and she was a singer. My dad was a drummer. My okay. mom. It's, I have seven brothers and sisters. My mom did all of our, all the girls' hair and she cut all the boys' hair. So, I always mimicked my mom. Everything she did, if she sewed, I would get the regular material and sew and design purses, shoes, and do all that stuff. So, she'd do my brother's hair, get the clippers and cut it out, get the clippers and cut my dogs, <laughs> um, everything. So, she'd braid my sister's hair. I'd braid. It. I'd braid her hair. I'd braid whatever hair that I seen in anything. I don't care if it was dog, kidding, but I'd try to do the hair, brush and do whatever. So I always seen my mom. My mom always wanted to be a hairstylist uh, and work in that arena, but she had seven children and the military husband, so she couldn't do it. So um, I, this is this is the young Sabrina. Always, when I was when I would look at the TV shows, when I would look at the different things on television, I'm like, oh, my God, I want to be a singer. Oh, my God, I want to be a model. Oh, my God. You know, it was always the entertainment world. It's just the glitz and glams. It's been me my whole life ever since I was born. Um, seventh grade, the story in seventh grade, uh, Miss Dilworth. I will never forget her. Sitting in seventh grade social studies class, she was just going over work. Honey, I had every chili to dress. I was designing chili in dresses. I was designing all kind of hair, makeup, dolls, and um, I would de- I would design them and draw. I was I love to draw anything, drawing, writing, anything I love. So I would do that, and Miss Dilworth came to my desk and she said, "Sabrina," I said yes. <laughs> She said, turn that paper over. I said, why? Um, Are you doing your work? I'm like, yes. So on my paperwork was um, (laughs) dolls that I had drawn, hairstyles that I made up, dresses that I had designed. Because what I would do is I would, me and this, literally, she just called me just a while ago, April White, we would literally sit and design and draw things and would go home and and, um, make them come to life on our dolls. So, um, Ms. Dilworth picked up the sheet of paper. She has opinion. This is not our class. Why are you designing hair, makeup, and cheerleader dresses and social studies? Is it because this is boring?
3: So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've always wanted to, it's, you know how when something is in your DNA, I was mm-hmm. born to do it. I was born to do it. So, And even, like I said, even when it comes to fashion, um, designing clothes, designing shoes, hats, nails, it's just a part of my DNA. It's who I am. So from there, as that little girl, I designed everything. And, you know, I was a you know, Pentecostal, and, you know, and it's just everything was long dresses and all that good stuff. So what I would do, mm-hmm. I would make everything short, and I would try to roll <laughs> everything up to try to make it look fashionable. I always wanted to look fashionable. Mommy couldn't really afford to go to the hairstylist or to the cosmetologist. So guess what I did? I did it myself. So next thing you know, you know, back in the 90s, honey, we were wearing those French rolls. Honey, Sabrina was doing French (laughs) rolls, girl. I was doing French rolls. Anything that I seen the upcoming (laughs) styles, I would try them on my doll and I put them on myself. Try it on my sisters, do it on myself. And from there, I mean, I was styling my own hair in high school. Then went to college. Oh, I mean, from every sorority fraternity, I was doing every, all the track. Everybody's here for $5, $10, because, you know, mm-hmm. we wow. had the no money in college. Okay? We didn't mm-hmm. have money in college. <laughs> so I did everybody in, in, in school, you know, and I did everybody here in school. So I realized when I was in college, Miss um, broadcast journalism, I went to Mississippi State to be a reporter. And I realized in college um Two things. Uh, My teacher came in one morning and she said, Sabrina, if money didn't exist, what would you be doing? I'm like, here. She said, why are you sitting in class? I said, you know what? I don't even know. (laughs) I mean, like, literally, that was my answer. Oh, Lord, the little microphone fell off. (laughs) Wait a minute.
0: She's getting into it. Don't worry.
1: I know all about that. The microphone fell off. Honey, can y'all hear me now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So after that, you know, coming from that childhood, middle school element, I mean, uh, all those schools and all that stuff, college, what really made me know this was hair. What the hair was for me. (coughs) She says, Sabrina, so what today our assignment, and this is journalism class. She says, so our assignment today is um, we're going to write your obituary.
0: Oh, God! Have to, well, she
1: said you have to write your obituary, Whoa. and I'm like, "What?" I said, "Who writes the obituary at 21?" And just bougie Sabrina doing everybody hair, boom, 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 and I started writing my obituary, and I'm like, "Oh my God, I've done nothing but party and do hair." <laughs> I oh, literally no. I, I'm like, "Oh God, I have not done nothing in life but literally party and do hair," and when that uh, the realization of that obituary. And knowing that when she, the first question she asked me, if money didn't exist, what would I, would I, would would I would be doing, and within seconds I answered, mm-hmm. that's when I knew. I'm like, you know what? I need to go to hair school. Mm-hmm. Going to hair school, yeah. 4.0 GPA, the highest average, the highest clientele. And today, to this date, everything that I wrote down on that sheet of paper that I wanted to do as a hairstylist, I've done. So now in my 40s, I'm making a new list of things that I want to accomplish.
3: Yay. <laughs> exactly. Get it. Oh,
0: Amen. my gosh. Yes. That is, that's beautiful.
2: I love that, Sabrina. So I just have to say that, like, you as like doing the films and and the um kind of like celebrity stylist vibe that you got going on here you are like living my little girl when i decided i wanted to be a hairdresser dream that's what i wanted to do i want to do hair and makeup for like the movies and stuff and then Mm -hmm. obviously i became a mom and so that changed for me but you are a mom, and you do it anyways. And I think mean, that's so amazing.
1: And we're going to do it together, so what
2: okay. Led okay? you that's what right.
1: led <clears throat> you to want to do it for the movie? Like, was it, you know, it like I said, driven it, by your... It was always in me, but I was never uh, around that environment. I'm from Mississippi, okay? I'm just being honest. Yeah. I went to school to be a reporter because that's how I thought I was going to be on TV. I didn't know. I didn't know people in the industry. I didn't know how to do it, so I just figured it out one day at a time. And even I was 26 when I had Tyler. Um, and at that time I had been doing hair for like seven years. So mm-hmm. doing hair for seven years. And then I started going to Las Vegas. I started going to, um, uh, California, New York, started going to all these hair shows. And I said, you know what? I'm, you know, no shade or anything. I'm like, it's just, it's more than doing black hair. Mm-hmm. I said everybody has hair, every nationality has hair on their head. Mm-hmm. And I wanna know how to do every hair on this earth. So I yeah. start investing Great. in myself. Yeah. <clears throat> I start investing in myself. I start traveling. Let me tell y'all this. Okay. Everybody ain't gonna go. Mm-mm. I'm gonna tell you this because I don't care how many people say we going, we're gonna do this. Every trip I went on, I end up going by myself because everybody canceled at the last minute. So to Mm your stylist and to anybody in life, if you have plans and goals, if somebody says they can't go, go by yourself and go anyway, go anyway, because sometimes you will miss out on your opportunity in life because you're waiting on someone else. So Mm -hmm. I had the face, I got the tattoo on my arm Mm face to, believe in my dreams because I'm like, there's more than just sitting behind a chair. There's more than just doing black like, people hair. So I started exploring and I had a dream. I uh-huh. see myself in Atlanta and I see my hat. I see myself doing makeup and hair in Atlanta. It was a dream in Tupelo, Mississippi. I will never forget it. And so I called one of my uh, advisors and I said, Hey, she was advisor and um, you know, mentor. I said, I think I'm supposed to be in Atlanta doing hair. I got to surround myself with people that's doing what I'm doing. That's key. It's mm-hmm. extremely vital to surround yeah. yourself with people that's doing better than you or, and people that's doing what you want to do at a whole nother level. We always say be around people and surround yourself with people that's top in the game. Because mm-hmm. you will learn what they are what they can teach you. You you will learn everything that they're doing, okay? So I had to surround myself with people that was doing what I wanted to do. And people that were doing what I wanted to do did not live in Mississippi. So therefore, I had to relocate myself. And y'all, like uh-huh. I say, I am a faith chick. So when I got there, I went to Tyler Perry's studio. And I tried <laughs> to get in and wouldn't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> they would not let me in and he said you know he gave me a poster board he gave me a little card postcard and had a picture of the Tyler Perry studio not the new one but the old one so he gave me a picture of that and I said I just want to go in he said no are you working I said, Nope. he said are you <laughs> he said so I said I just want to do a tour I heard they do tours he said no we do not do tours here he said but um, <clears throat> you can audition if you need a job go ahead blah 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 this I said I looked at this security guard I said I will work in this place one day. I said, You're gonna remember me. I, I believe I can I can find it on my Facebook page. Six to eight months later, I was working at Tyler Pierce Studio. Hey. Oh. As, yeah. Yeah Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't full time, it was a little day play.
3: Mm-hmm. And I was a
1: little actor. <clears throat> and people may ask, How did you get into it? What I did, I didn't know people. So what I did, I started going online, and I'm an actor. I didn't know if you really know. I look talk a little (laughs) but I'm an actor, and with with my acting ability, I began to act in movies and film. And the first uh, film I did was um, Ride Along. Is Ride Along two with Kevin Hart and uh, Ice Cube? Uh huh. I was an actor, baby. I wasn't doing nobody (laughs) hell. I was an actor, and I was looking at them on, you know, just trying to get in there. And you guys, I seen Charles Gray. Oh. I said, "Oh my God, he's doing what I'm doing." I'm like, "This is what I'm doing." I'm not gonna lie; these people were not. Nice. Charles was awesome to me, but uh, some of the people that were there, like the other people in the industry, they were not nice to me. Um, when I asked them, "Could um, they? How did you get in this?" I didn't know. You know, coming from Mississippi in the industry, certain things you're not supposed to ask. I did not know. Okay, only thing I did, only thing I knew was I seen what these people were doing, and that's what I wanted to do. So I wanted the information. So <laughs> met Charles Gregory. Thank God I met him invested in his class. And that's when it started walking dead season six. I did mm. Wolfpack and zombies here because number one, I took a leap of faith. I had a desire. Number one thing. I had a desire. Number two, I took a leap of faith and number three, I took action. And once you take uh, the, when once you have desire, faith and you take action, anything is possible.
0: Amen. Hey, man. <laughs> I just, yeah. I feel like jumping to my feet right now. Like, <laughs> I have goosebumps, like, all over my body just listening man, to you talk about you,
1: it. It I works, know. man. It works. Mm-hmm. I'm a living witness.
0: Little, I always say a little faith, trust, and pixie dust, but that's because I got a little sugar in my tank. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop, <laughs> <that>. Stop it! Stop <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> if it works, it works. I'm gone. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us what, what was it like to like, you get in there, you get your first job. What was uh, like one of those because as we go through our careers, we, we learn a lot of hard lessons, mm-hmm. you know, like you learn the hard way. So what is uh, one of the lessons that you learned when you were going through that? I know you mentioned like you didn't know what questions not to ask mm-hmm. and things like that. So what was a moment when you figured that out the hard way?
1: Um, just like, I don't know if, if, if people are familiar with sororities and fraternities, this is certain things you just don't ask and you just don't do. Um, even in the hair industry it's um, one thing I have to say is be you, be you, be true to you and be honest. One of the, one of the celebrities that, um, I worked with that works on a Tyler Perry film, um, um all the sitcoms if I name her you will know her this lady told me something that was so truthful did it crush me for a minute yes it did but it taught me a valuable lesson I, w- I didn't know how to do a certain thing right so what I did I tried I YouTube did and I practiced it like for a couple of hours and I tried to execute it on her hair she was so nice mm-hmm. The next. <laughs> But the next day she called, she was like, baby, let me tell you something. If, she said, you have a beautiful spirit. Your character is awesome. It's going to take you far. But if you don't know how to do something, be honest. Mm. She said, do not get on a major celebrity. She said, it's not, they ain't even got to be a celebrity. It's anybody. If you are not 100% sure on doing something on a client that they need, you let them know, hey, I may not be experienced in this area, but I can do this. We can, you can go to this hairstyle or we can do this, do because I, I'm not fully comfortable. She said, never let the amount of dollars, never let uh, the dollar amount make you do something that can mess your career up for the rest of your life.
0: Mm. And it could have if she wasn't nice.
1: Oh, she could. I'm talking about. And she was extremely nice. And I am so grateful To her today, because baby, you ain't gotta tell me. Somebody y'all know me. Somebody, yeah. First of all, uh, uh, baby, I ain't comfortable doing that. I will because I I was I was terrified because I'm like, oh god, this is a great opportunity. I can do this. I can do that. But no, she said, every opportunity is not your opportunity. Mm. Every opportunity is not your opportunity. You get what I'm saying? So you got to pick and choose and kind of use discernment on what's yours and what's not. Because if like they know this is a color corrector specialist. Somebody about him up in there needing this type of stuff. <laughs> this is what he does. I'm not going to come and do this type of stuff, and I'm not ex- – I don't ex, execute it in that manner, and this mm-hmm. is what he specializes in. So this is where yeah. she's teaching. This is what she taught me. You can learn it, but if you don't know how to do it, don't say you can do it just because it's a celebrity or it's money. Be true mm-hmm. to yourself and be honest with yourself. Learn the craft. Learn to do it, and then come back. Just don't jump on an opportunity just because it's there for the money. Make sure you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm.
0: What was the style that you didn't know how to do?
1: single Singling twist.
0: <laughs> I bet you know how to do it now. What
1: you see <laughs> and do? I sure do. I, I executed that. Do I do them? Nope. It didn't take too long. But um, <laughs> I. I, I <laughs> but, but I did I uh, th-
2: that. But Sabrina, you are good at that now. Like you know, like the three of us have talked about that before. So, like if it's something you don't know, you're gonna hand it over to somebody who does. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I, and that but, lesson. Well, I had that, that the other day where I I was like, well, I think Sabrina does this service, and then I asked you, and you were like. Nope, I don't. But here's someone who does and mm-hmm. does a good
0: job. Yeah. Well, so- I did that to you, Erica. Whenever Sabrina's <laughs> client, ironically, yeah. came in, she was booked on my books as a as a long cut or something like that. And I was like, period. I cut curly hair all day. I can do natural hair, yes, ma'am. She wasn't that I would, but I was, and I kept looking and thinking. I was like, Sabrina doesn't do long hair though. Like, yeah, she doesn't really like. You don't cut long hair, long curly hair a lot. I don't. Like, your thing is pixie. So I was like, I guarantee you this lady has a pixie cut. <laughs> yeah. And she had a pixie. Right? And she had a relaxed pixie cut. And I was like, I can't, I don't know how to do this. I'm sorry.
1: And I can, you If honest. your hair is natural, I, yeah. I
0: would rock that all day long. But you she was okay with rocking the natural, but she was like, my ends are relaxed. And I was like, well, that's not, I don't, you know, and see,
1: this is what I love about bombshells. All of us can communicate. It's a, it's a cosmetology. It's, it's it's our language. Mm -hmm. It's our language. You, what I Mm -hmm. can't do, you can do what you can't do. And, and for us to have uh, that understanding and I become jealous and I become mad. It's hard to find that in this industry. Okay. Yeah. It's extremely hard. So I give kudos to Michelle. I mean, for even the people that work there, we are big on communicating. If I if, if something's not right or if something is right, we all work together. And that's one thing I love about you, Hunter, and you, Erica, and just everybody at the salon. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a team thing for me. It's the team thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Well, yeah. I'm, the,
0: I'm the type of person that's like, okay, well, if you got time, like block it off your books and we'll split this half and half. I did that with uh, one of the stylists at the salon the other day. She had a curly haircut and she was like, you know, Hunter has some free time. And he's real, like he specializes in curly hair. Do you mind if I watch him cut your hair?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I cut the hair, I talked her through the haircut, and then I was like, "But I have to shampoo my client now, so you style it, and I'll talk you through it." I talked her through, like literally, it was me talking across the salon. The style was phenomenal, mm-hmm. and we split the service cost half and half. Teamwork. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, she had a curly haircut. Her first client oh, was a curly whoa. haircut. Oh,
1: you prepared her anyway. for it.
0: Yep. And she cut it and she styled it and it was flawless. I come was on like teacher.
1: Yay. <laughs> it's, the can, so it's the teamwork. It's the teamwork for me. I love it. Like I, yeah. I love
0: it. What did you say, Erica?
2: I said I'm so excited to come back to work.
0: <laughs> and it was it's been really good. Yes. Like yes. we're we're excited to see Might. Yes we've missed, missed you, you all of yes. my clients have been like missy was actually on the other side i don't remember if she was at your chair or if she was at the shampoo bowl but one of my clients comes in and she sits down and she looks over and she goes that's the wrong redhead <laughs> <laughs> she was like she's not normally sitting there where's erica uh, <laughs> like they thought that she had like gone and i was like no no she She's just on vacation. You got she used she's been working like twelve days a week for the last Yeah, year.
2: exactly.
0: And it paid off.
2: Oh man.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, you got the next question?
2: Oh, sorry.
0: No, you're good.
2: I'm just, I'm just laughing, <laughs> having a good time over here.
0: I'm uh, living for this. Is this so okay, fun?
2: Sabrina. Yes. I, I do have another question for you. Okay. What advice do you have? For a stylist who wants to do what you do? Um, as Like, if somebody wanted to start doing hair for films and stuff, where would it be a good places for them to start? The first... Do they walk into Tyler Perry studios and try to <laughs> Girl, get a job? Girl, no, nah, they're going to call the police like... on.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I woke up a They're going to get past security. <laughs>
0: I'll tell him you sent me. All
1: right. Who, Sabrina, who? <laughs> think, right. Wait, wait. It's a lot of Sabrina's here. I worked from him back in 2015. I don't remember me. But, um, <laughs> but the first thing most definitely I would do, one thing I would say is research. Research who, let's say, um, for me, for example, <clears throat> I I did research. I researched um where the number one films were coming from, who, who, what, who, mm-hmm. what, when, where, how, why, it's a pyramid. Answer those seven things. Who, what, when, where, how, and why. Mm-hmm. When it pertains to hair, why do you want to do this? How do I do it? Who do I contact? Why is this? You know, it's going you're going to answer those seven questions, <clears throat> six, seven uh, questions. And once you really get that down, start researching on who's the top person. Number, number two, get a mentor. Find a mentor. It's so many mentorship programs out here, especially um, for hairstylists and makeup artists. It's a lot of people doing this with um, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, TikTok, Snapchat. It's so many. It's so many ways to get things done now. Um, one of the ladies that I had, I was thank God I was um, I got chosen to be in a, a major mentorship program out of LA, based out of Hollywood. And one, my mentor Kim, um, she she's like over a lot of the Marvel movies. Oh, you know, and so with me being connected to that, I did some research, found it on Instagram, and signed up. And they literally told me what resume, how to do a resume, literally told me how to do the wigs, what, what was needed for the classes, what was needed for television, what was needed for film, the difference between commercials. Um, <clears throat> model. It was it was everything that you needed to know for television, film, commercial. Uh, as everything that you needed to know. So, first of all, write the who, what, when, where, how, why. Second of all, find a mentor. Third, surround yourself, again, with people that are doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's key. Because when you're in that element, you it's like you you attract who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, you're a stylist. I can be anywhere, and they can tell that I'm a stylist especially oh, a stylist. So mm-hmm. even in the industry, you can be at a party or you can be anywhere and they will, they can look at you and be like, okay, it's something about you. What do you do? And oh, I work for television. and film. I work for television and film. So who do you work? And it, and it runs like that. So you have to surround yourself. You have to put yourself in that environment and that surrounding that's doing what you want to do. That's, mm-hmm. Key because if you're yeah. in in a rural area that only have WCBI or W WC News, mm-hmm. and, and, and nobody doing that on TV, but doing the news, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? The news. You have to surround yourself in that arena. Invest mm-hmm. is major. Invest in yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. the first yeah. the first movie I worked on was um, Walking Dead season six. I did the wolf pack oh. and zombies hair. The reason I got that job <clears throat> was because I invested. It was it was I paid fifteen hundred dollars for this class called Cinema Secrets. And it was twelve or fifteen hundred dollars, something like that. And he told us, he said, This investment is gonna get you your dream job. So don't be stingy to yourself. Invest in yourself. When they have these classes, especially aestheticians, uh, cosmetologists, make- makeup artists, barbers, when they have these classes um, especially with the people that you love and that you admire, invest in those people, invest in that class, because you never know what door they can open for you. By me investing yeah. in that class, within um, weeks later, I was on the set of Walking Dead. Who does that? And next thing you know, <laughs> there's another film. Next thing you know, here's another thing. And it's just like, whoa. But I did have to relocate from Mississippi to Atlanta to where it was going down.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that that's major. Surround yourself with the people that you need to be around in order to get to uh, where you want to be. Invest, 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 and never stop learning. Continue to take classes. Continue to take classes. I honestly believe everybody in the salons, especially since COVID has came, we need to learn everything all over again.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think it's key. Well, there's there's a new way of doing hair now it's yeah people are there our guests are more educated there's so many free instagram educations where you know uh, somebody could watch a couple videos and feel like they've got went to the youtube university and now they can (laughs) do hair and so then there's color corrections and all the things that are going on right now yeah There's a different way of doing hair after the pandemic. I think the conversation has changed, as Jay would say.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um. So, so, uh,
2: Sabrina, you said your first job was on set was Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Um. What was that like? Walking on set for the first time in that. Yeah. I'm
1: just too loud, I'm just hollering. Baby, <clears throat> I don't like scary movies, for one. I don't do scary. So, those type of movies kind of scared me. Although, <laughs> in the TV, TV show series, it scared the crap out of me. So, when he <laughs> said it, I'm like, oh, Lord. So they gave me a script, you know, I had to read the uh, call sheet and kind of see what was going on. And I was like, oh, Lord, they're doing some crazy stuff on here. I don't know. Uh, see, I didn't know what to expect. The only thing I thought about the little scale, I thought about Thriller. Okay, I just was scale as Thriller, so I thought everything reminded me of Thriller. <coughs> mm-hmm. so, um, y'all, my first, first of all, when I first got on set, I was I had been in a bad, let me tell you about perseverance. I was in a bad car accident to where I hadn't did hair in almost a year. I was hit from the back, um, F-150 truck hit me going like 40, 50 miles an hour and four car pile up, hospitalized, everything, <clears throat> couldn't work in a salon for almost a whole year. So first of all, I lost confidence in who I was and even doing, Yeah. That, period. Uh, so, and I had already paid for the class. So after that healing process and everything, the class went on and doing that. So I had no car. I was terrified to get a car because I thought I was going to get hit again. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a car. So after I took Charles Gregory class, it was a guy that was coming to pick me up. He's he's, I forget his name. If I, if I find him, he's like super, super famous now for doing wigs and stuff. Okay. He's huge. And this was my ride. We rode to the class every day. Yeah. And like now I have got to find him, but he was huge. He's huge now in Atlanta. Um, but he was my ride. We almost got hit in the car too. Going to class. Anyway, no, sorry. But uh, <laughs> how long was this
0: class? Two days. Oh, okay. It
1: was only two days. But we, we linked up just so, honey, I ain't had no car. I had to find a way to get there somewhere because, baby, I spent all this money, baby, somebody can take me to class. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was going to find a way. But anyway, so I didn't have a car. When I got the phone call, hey, Sabrina, would, can you day play tomorrow for mm-hmm. uh, four 5 a.m. in the morning for Walking Dead. If you can be there, be here at this time. Have this, sis boom, 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 boom. I say yes. <laughs> I y'all don't know how, but y'all. I will. I didn't know how, but I did. I was calling different places, going. Nobody could take me. Mm-hmm. So I called Atlanta Airport and got a rental car to drive to Sonoya, Georgia. They couldn't believe it because they knew I had been in a car accident. I didn't have a vehicle, so when I pulled up in that rental car, he looked at me. He said, "You rented a car to come and sit. now that was that time that opportunity came,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I had to take it. Yeah, and when yeah. we had to, we, we were at a, we had to park at a specific parking lot in order for the SUV to come pick us up to take us on set. And as I got in that van. It was a Mercedes van. I will never forget it. The tears began to roll down my eyes. And I said, I'm really fixing to work on set. This is <laughs> really happening. When I say weeping, they looked at me. And the other people were like, they said, okay, are you makeup? I said, I'm hair. Said, what do you do? I'm a hair department. Uh-huh. I'm day play hair. But the fact that Sabrina from Amer Mississippi, is in Atlanta, Georgia, working on one of the number one movies, one number one TV show sit, hear, hit series in the world. Me? Working on set? That's me?
0: right. That's right.
1: You get what I'm yeah. saying? So it was so overwhelming because I was so grateful after a bad car accident that could have killed me and not only doing that to get on set. And when I walked on set, y'all, <laughs> I seen the set. And I said, that's really how this works? Yes! <laughs> I said, wait, 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 wait a minute. I did like this. That's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the building was like a cardboard building. And I hit it, I said, that's paint. <laughs> <I said, laughs> so, everything was like, y'all, this stuff's so fake. <laughs> I thought this was real. But this is the killing part. You know how they have like their bodies when they ah yeah the the, the Chinese man the, the the Korean guy I forget his name but he was uh, practicing the one of his stunts uh-huh. and so they said well Sabrina the mannequin is over there they said the human I said what the human yeah. it was a real doll made like of human flesh they said this doll costs like fifteen twenty thousand dollars <gasps> and that thing looks so real I mean when I say flesh everything and I'm like oh my god the tools the guns the axes all of it was plastic phone. Yeah. and I said oh my god this stuff is not real <laughs> I've been scared of stuff that ain't real for a long time <laughs> I said <laughs> I said <laughs> I said this is I said how is all this stuff fake like this <laughs> so Anywho, got onto my set, got to got to the trailer, did my work. Y'all, we had to develop the cream and the, the stuff for the wolf pack and the zombie's hair, and I'm like, wait a minute. So we just putting, like, cream and conditioner and brown color in there to make their hair look like this, like it's dingy and cray. I said, this is amazing, you know, because <laughs> you don't realize how little products can make a huge huge difference then the sci-fi the the makeup and how they did all I mean y'all I thought I was in heaven because <laughs> everything that you could imagine and dream of had happened right then and there yeah that experience was one of the best experiences of my life
0: uh well I mean that kind of rolls into the last two questions that yeah. we ask every guest exactly. and you just answered the first one which is uh what was the most memorable moment in your career that one that was it that
1: That one right there that that took the cake because that was the first one and i said i don't know if i can go down from this you know because it was such a high it was such a high to where like and the pay was phenomenal okay
3: Mm -hmm. so
1: doing something that you love to do and getting paid for it baby Mm -hmm. it can't do nothing but go up from there
0: right uh, it can only get better. It can
1: only get better. Okay, <laughs> last question.
0: And the last question is: What was the biggest moment of growth? Which I think you've already answered this one too. Uh, moment of growth in your career, and that was like, uh, like a f- <clears throat> we don't like to say failures, but like a discovery that you made.
1: Hmm. Um. First of all, um, being fearful. Mm-hmm. Being fearful to fail. Hmm. Um it'll hold you back fearing to mess up mr dudley which is my mentor um my godfather i love him to life he taught me i am how did he say it you are he said only you can determine what you're worth not people you he said if you think you're a hundred dollars an hour you're a hundred dollars an hour if i think i'm five thousand dollars an hour i'm five thousand dollars an hour but it depends on every it depends on who you think you are who are you? Who do you think you are? And mm-hmm. it all depends on that mindset. I am somebody. I am prosperous. I am. Right, I am confident. I am strong. I am fearless. You know. And so that's been yeah. one of the the things that um, I've I've worked on a whole lot is stepping into new territory, and when it's unfamiliar, not being fearful. And 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 not, not that I'm a runner, but sometimes. I sometimes don't adjust, like, oh, my goodness, this is this is overwhelming. I need to go to, so instead of saying, mm-hmm. you know what, B, you got this, come down. Mm-hmm. And I do that more often than I've ever done before because I've been in situations where, oh, I ain't going do this, Mm-mm, I ain't going to do this. But now, even with Michelle, I'm so great. That's, again, bombshells. Mm-hmm. Brought out a whole other a light in me because with COVID coming and me selling on having my own businesses selling my own hair running my own businesses having to start over because I'm not gonna lie I did not want to come to a salon mm-hmm. period and I told Michelle I said I don't want to work in salon period I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to be behind a chair I've done this I've been doing this for eighteen years like no I've mastered this but sometimes you haven't mastered it mastered it mm-hmm. because one thing that I always say. When you've mastered people, you've mastered something. You know what I'm saying? And so we're st- we're all working on that. And I am so grateful when Michelle gave me that opportunity. She's like, hey, you can get your own schedule. You can do this and do that. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. then. I-, I think I'm a- I- I- okay. I, I can kind of work with this. But <laughs> this is, uh, Bombshells has given me life. You guys have given me life. I'm talking about it's just the talks. It's the environment. Because when you're destined to do something, and I'm a runner. So sometimes I run here and this and that, damn it, and I always come back to hair. Mm -hmm. because that's what I'm supposed to do. That's my element. And to see you guys thriving, you know, Erica, you know, even having me here, this thing is going to blow up so crazy. And I'm the first one here. I'm telling y'all, y'all are going to have so many viewers and people. (laughs) They're going to be like, yo, we're going to get him syndicated. We're going to do (laughs) that. I'm just saying syndication. I mean, it's going to be things like that because what you're bringing to the table is for us, the cosmetologists. We need this. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody has their own experiences. Mm-hmm. From every yeah. color, from every creed. from a- And I just feel like we're a whole family. Because, you know, at Bombshells, we don't see color. That's right. Mm. I'm just saying. Because we all are like a family, and that's one thing I appreciate you guys. Even, like I say, co- you know, calling me. you could have called anybody, but baby, you don't call Sabrina over here. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> And I'm appreciative to that. So that lesson I learned was always believe in yourself, even when you can't see it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Just know you are somebody.
0: That's right. That's right. I
2: love you, Sabrina. (laughs) I love you too. absolutely adore
1: you.
0: Well, so this is where the adjacent part comes into the podcast. So we are a hairstylist adjacent podcast, and we like to throw in a couple little segments, and this is a new segment. So I, you're the queen of reactions. You're an actor, baby. So (laughs) I thought that if there was a test market, it would be you. Bring it. And, okay, so I had to explain it to Erica. I thought that this was just common knowledge, but – um. So I'm going to explain it to you too. Have no. you ever heard of Am I the Asshole? No. Okay. So Reddit is a social media platform. It's uh kind of like a forum where you can anonymously post things uh anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing's off limits. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a thread for everyone. And this thread or this forum this Reddit forum is called Am I the Asshole. So someone submitted this story.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And they are questioning if they are the asshole in this situation. Mm. And so, ain't nobody ask us for our opinion, but, (laughs) I mean, we're going to give it. That part. That
1: part. Come on.
0: All right. So, here's the story. My 34 female partner, 36 male, gets absolutely hostile towards me about the condition of the interior of our home. He is very unhappy with my housekeeping and calls me all sorts of names when he gets upset. He wants an old-fashioned wife that stays at home. Uh, Hang on. He wants an old-fashioned wife stay-at-home relationship, which I would be fine with if he made enough money to support our non-extravagant lifestyle on his income, which he can't. (laughs) The result is now I have a job. We only have one vehicle and live about 20 miles out of the main city because this is this because of this, we have to carpool together. This carpooling has become extremely inconvenient because his workday starts well in advance of my workday. Think leaving the house two and a half hours early and when I get uh, and getting home two and a half hours later. And it's has me gone from the house for 15 hours a day, five days a week. When I get uh-huh. home, I'm tired, both physically and mentally. I have enough energy to cook dinner and then basically fall asleep. I mean, she's cooking dinner. So yeah. We have both had an unfortunate string of events unfold over the past year that has left us battling depression. He acts like the only thing that could possibly make him happy is a clean house. I think I might be the asshole here because I think I that this is not true because everything in his life seems to make him angry and depressed and if I could somehow find the time to clean the house without him messing it back up, he would just find something else to blame all of his anger and frustration on. So please, wise, wise Reddit kingdom, please tell me, am I the asshole?
1: Ma'am? Uh. (laughs) Ma'am. Who's going first? Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am. First of all, I'm gonna need you to read. I, I I want you to read what you wrote out loud. <laughs> oh, whoever this anonymous lady is, read it out loud to yourself. hmm And you make judgment on what, buddy. Yeah, like literally, ma'am. Uh-huh. Are you that? Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I ain't no way. I'm finna <laughs> broke. Pray for me. But ain't no way. There's no way, sir ma'am uh-uh no way There's i think no. they're
0: both being assholes
1: both because he's, he's angry with his own His he hate himself yeah that has nothing to do with her yeah no so she's coming in on something that he's been dealing with for a long time and so she's getting the end stick of this thing because he, he, he she's the only one he the only one she see every day Hmm. so therefore the house ain't got nothing to do with that that's his whole ego and that's the whole problem with him not making enough money but uh, i'm done
0: that's right that is right. No. Both y'all. What do you got, Erica? Well, I don't know. I just think, like, she's leaving the house
2: two hours early, gone 15 hours a day. You know what I mean?
0: There is no I mean, time to clean the house.
2: They bu- Yeah, she's making dinner. She's feeding them. And she's leaving the house, Her doing her whole work day, plus two and a half hours.
0: I had a client the other day who...
2: Like, if you want the house clean so bad, fucking clean
1: it yourself. That part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I had a guest the other day. She told me she had found it on TikTok that this relationship lady had mentioned whenever you're with your partner and you're asking them to, like, help you do something, it's insinuating that it's not a shared task. Like, hey, will you help me do the dishes? Instead of that, she says she's transitioning into saying, um, I I would really like your participation in this task that needs to be done.
3: Mm.
0: You're not helping me. You're participating in the household duties. And yeah. I feel like that lady needs to have a conversation with her husband and say, hey, look, we're both tired. We're both feeling like shit. Yeah. Let's, if it's going to make you feel better, then we need to both participate in this activity to make sure that we both feel better because the way you're acting is making me act some type of way. And I don't feel like yeah. that. Sorry, I'm
1: about to get a divorce.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, just, <laughs> this is,
1: I mean, the two cars are sharing and this and that. And it's just, it's it's, it's
0: a it's lot. A, it's a lot. That's it's a lot. That's
1: trauma. That's mental to me. That's mm. that, that mental.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'd be looking for a bus route, a carpool. Yeah. yeah. Waze has that carpool thing now. Really? Yeah. Like, on. I don't know how, like, I don't know about it, but there's an option for you to click to carpool with someone. Hmm. Yeah, really? so if you're driving, you can say, I would like to carpool. This is my destination. Well, and so, nice. like, it could be sketchy, I think, but it is an yeah. option or Ubering. I guess if, you know, if it's Depending a struggle, on yeah, on, yeah. yeah, that could be expensive.
1: I think, you know, just... That's depressing.
0: Yeah. That's a tough situation, <laughs> but, tough situation. like, they need to have a conversation for sure.
1: Th- therapy or something. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I they're agree. equally the assholes.
1: I agree. I can agree with
0: that. Stamp of approval, Erica? Yeah. Well. I'd
2: say that she's, they probably are both just really
1: depressed and both mean.
0: Yeah. I self. think she just needed to vent. I think she needs a friend. Yeah.
1: She do. She needed life. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. She yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they say, get some vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, get some. Get out the house.
0: They sell it at the Walgreens. Vitamin D. Get mm-hmm. some tablets. Yeah, if you can't right. get out the house, take some vitamins. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there, take vitamins. That's your advice for the day.
2: Maybe she needs some other kind of vitamin
0: D. <is>. Mm. okay well with that being said (laughs) this has been another episode of break room banter if you'd like to follow us on our social media journeys i am at hair x hunter on all the platforms erica is at erica the redhead across all platforms and our podcast is at break room banter across all platforms sabrina do you have social media handles you would like to share
1: Sure. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Lady Um forty. Um, uh, Facebook is Sabrina Gilliland. Um, what is it? Snapchat, TikTok, one of them.
0: You got a um, a <coughs> okay. website, right?
1: Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. It's www. Let me say my professional voice. <coughs> <laughs> my website is dot Lady at forty. Yeah. There and again, you I repeat, <laughs> wwwladybrina 40com
0: <Excellent>. Dot com. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, until next week, bye. Peace out. Thank you so much to Adam and Eve for sponsoring this episode. You know, Hunter, with everything as expensive
2: as it is these days, it is really good to know you can still get a good deal at Adam and Eve.
0: Yeah, and our listeners will get an additional 50% off and free shipping.
2: Yeah, so that's 50% off a new toy, lube, sexy outfit, really anything else
0: you could possibly want. Just use our code BRBPOD at checkout and you'll get 50% off.
2: But that's not all you're going to get. You're also going to get three sexy items and six movies for free. Plus free shipping? Yeah, dude. Doesn't matter what you choose. It will all be packaged and sent discreetly for free.
0: So not only are you saving money on movies, date nights, Mm -hmm. dinners, you're also getting a little surprise.
2: Exactly. So go to AdamandEve.com, select any one item.
0: And then use our code BRBPOD. That's B-R-B-P-O-D. And this uh, this offer is exclusive to our podcast. So make sure you support us and use this code BRBPOD at checkout for 50% off, but 100% free shipping.
2: That's code BRBPOD. So go to AdamandEve.com right, right now. now.